0: on this week's episode of the fizz we are fully getting into the nfl season we preview every single division and of course we talk at nauseam about our detroit lions and especially what they're going to do versus kansas city we feel like the fizz is now fully back because the nfl is back But before we get into all that, while we may have Kool-Aid coursing through our veins, the drink I want to talk about is Michigan-based Vosa. The RTD vodka beverage has just hit shelves this summer in a big way. If you haven't tried Vosa yet, go give them a try. They have vodka waters if you don't like carbonation. And then if you do like a little carbonation and a little more flavor, go try their Highline, which is 7%. Alcohol by volume, Vosa. Enjoy the finer things. Hello and welcome to episode one hundred and fourteen of the Fizz. Thank you all for being here. I am with the main men, Channy Football, Ice Cold Brulu, and we are on the eve of opening night of the NFL.
1: Boys, how are we doing?
2: Woo! Yeah. That's how we're doing. Absolutely.
1: Eve of opening night, and the Lions are playing on opening night. The defending champs. The defending champs. Prime time. Yeah.
2: Pretty insane to think, honestly. I've never been more hyped up for an NFL season in my life. I, I can't think of one.
0: I don't even think there's one that's close. No. Going into the season... I don't think there's one that's even remotely close.
2: Absolutely not. I mean, this is the most hype that's ever been around Detroit since ever, right? Since I don't know when. Since I don't know when. (laughs) Since ever. I mean, there's no reason not to be jacked up. Thursday night opener. Going to fucking Arrowhead.
1: Let's go. When was this announced? Because I feel like it's hard to believe we're here. The day after the fizz. Yeah. Because I remember I said, you did, yep. That's right. Lions were going to do it and it was it was right around the Erod situation if I remember correctly. Oh yeah. Because we talked about Erod and the whole um if he was going to get traded or not um on that one, but I think it was announced in June, late yeah. May, early June. Um and it seems like the anticipation's just been building, building, and then this week Chris Jones out. I mean, he's not playing. He hasn't reported yet. Travis Kelsey questionable.
2: The it's explosion. like
1: it's like it's even mounting even larger than we thought it could ever be. Yeah, and
0: uh, Twitter is just absolutely in a storm over the Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey thing. Mm-hmm. Jones really feels like he's not going to play, even though he's in Kansas City right now. Yep. And he was serving burgers at a Ronald McDonald's house. Can't <laughs> I saw make that can make makes that me that a little up. nervous. Yeah. Like, me too. He's
2: down there, he's ready. Like, it feels like he wants to play.
0: Oh, I think he does. You know? I mean, all these guys want to play. It's just, and it's interesting how this like popped yeah, up. That money got to be right. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. He's asking for a raise. That's it. He's asking for a raise and he's doing all the stuff like, look at community guy. I'm here in town. I'm getting real close. Why don't we figure this deal Big out? Big
2: Max? Quarter pounders. Like, are they
0: working on – is that what the GM's doing tonight? Talking to him? I figuring mean, that
1: out? You'd have to think. What else? He's not game planning. And right. wh- how how long's he been out? Has he been practicing? No. Yeah, right? He hasn't reported, I, I don't believe, all camp. I a, think this
2: is the first time he stepped down in, yeah. K, in KC. Would
0: he go – like, say he signed a deal tonight. Like, so, like, Bosa
1: just got his deal. Right, right. Is he going Sunday? I think he's going to go oh, Sunday. Oh, Bosa is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bosa's been in camp, though, a little bit, I believe. Yeah. I don't think Jones has reported – I'm looking at it like this: Travis Kelsey, 50-50, Chris Jones, no chance. And if there is any chance, it's situational at yeah. best. Yeah, I agree. the the the
0: um the Travis Kelsey situation, like reading, is his ACL intact this week, was just crazy. And we don't, we're not rooting for injuries. You know, Godspeed. Hope he don't gets root better. For those. We don't never. Root for those like to see anyone ever get hurt so we're glad that his acl is intact and well you know but you got to take your time with these things we're glad
2: that he's hurt we're not whoa, glad. Whoa. we don't want him to be injured okay
0: yeah that's what i'm Ooh, getting at
2: yeah we we're glad he's hurt just a, a game off.
0: No, you know you just got to take. You don't your time want him to
2: be injured. I'm not going to even say I'm
0: glad
1: he's hurt. Never glad anybody's banged up. You if know? the KCGM's listening, since he doesn't have anything to do tonight, right. yes. Um, just know, you know, you're looking for a championship. You, week one psh, doesn't matter. Why risk your star getting even hurt more seriously? He's just oh, he's north of thirty now. That's right. Sit it out. Yeah, it's you gotta all be, good. You got to take your time. Stop, buddy. Things. It's all good. These week things one. act
0: up. They flare up.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's right. And you
0: know what? To be completely honest. I'm not saying that Travis Kelsey isn't an advantage, but you got Patrick Mahomes. He'll turn any tight end. He'll turn Brock Wright into a Travis Kelsey if he fucking
1: wants to. That's right. That's
0: the reason they've won these Super Bowls. It's not because of the weapons around him. Sure, they had Tyreek Hill, but they just won one without him. Kelsey's awesome too, but I really think you put like Mahomes is that boy. He's that boy. You can't forget he's that he's been that boy, and he's still that boy. He's I MVP agree. Super Bowl champ. Tomorrow Best quarterback about, in the league. Mahomes is 100% healthy. They have 100% chance. Uh, always a chance to win that game. Of Absolutely. Course, of course. So I know I'm fired up. Uh, we got a full NFL preview for you guys here. Uh, before we do that, do want to catch up with the boys a little bit? How was Labor Day weekend, Channy football? I know you saw your second fucking concert of all time. Still will always blow my mind. That's right. Yeah. Second
1: concert ever. Red Rocks Saturday night. Uh, Chain Smokers was the main act. Um, got some other acts that I, I didn't even know who they were. Have you ever done that? Because you guys are concert goers. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's one I of knew, my favorite parts. Yeah. yeah. I knew some Fine of their girly. songs, yes. but I didn't know that they actually did those songs. So one was Noted, N-O-T-D, if you ever heard of them. I have They got that am PM song out right now. Nope. Had no idea that was their song. Do they want to do our intro song? Because the one we just used really Hey, I mean, they could. Stunk. They were open to it. We yeah. kind of got tight, you know. AM, we'll, have, we'll have them on and do the intro after we got uh, Marv Jones' interview done, all right? Perfect. So of course. That'll be down the line a little bit. But went to Denver, had a good time. Um, I, I, I went to an interactive art exhibit called Meow Wolf. Have you guys ever heard of Meow Wolf? I have not. Not until okay. you talk so, about it. Yeah. Um, I I'm literally reading off of their website how they describe Meow Wolf. Discover immersive, psychedelic, mind-bending art. Wow. So you basically go into this warehouse. It's got all this art, and every room is different. And they probably have 75 to 100 different rooms. No one there is sober. You're either on mushrooms or you've smoked a shit ton of weed yeah well before what, you probably a small group adventure. on acid so i yeah. didn't want to do the mushrooms. <laughs> a large group
0: on acid yeah, yeah. sorry i didn't
1: know how serious it was and like if i was gonna my mind was actually going to bend okay and i had to go to red rocks later so yeah. just did the edible did the joint oh you did that there. before the concert yes that was
0: your whole that was the start of that the was that wasn't two different days no that okay. was the same day yeah, so fair we enough. went
1: mind bending into red rocks <laughs> had a great time and uh, got back home safe, and now uh, we're ready to roll here. Last question, Meow Wolf. So, like, did you like it? Did you like it? I liked it, and I'm not, like, this, like, big art guy. Really? But um, I really enjoyed it. It's one of those things that, like – if they didn't plan it for us, yeah. I would have never done it. Mm-hmm. If someone was like, hey, let's go do this. If you like, went on the side and read what it was yeah, talking yeah. about. If you guys like, eh. would have been like, hey, let's do a Meow Wolf for Fizz, I would have been like, okay. Yeah. Like, fuck off. I'm no, not I, going I mean, I you got a collar, your, <laughs> your, you a collar over your football <laughs> <laughs> You don't look like, like a Meow like, Wolf guy. You don't seem like the Meow
0: Wolf. You don't look in that guy. vibe either. no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were literally like cl- closing house deals five minutes before we signed up. No, your meow wolf lick thing. the ass, lick the paw. Right, speaking of a guy who would meow wolf, what do you got, Lou? What was your I would day, definitely like? go to meow
2: wolf. Yeah, uh, for the fans out there. um But I had a, I had a pretty good weekend too. Uh, we we went on the camping trip. We went out to the Asabo River, set up a tent, had a grill, did the fire pit. I did actually dabble in some mushrooms out there, Very so good. I felt like that was necessary. I bought uh, some solar lights that were like Christmas lights, so we didn't have to plug them into anything and set them up around the campsite and just kind of sat back. A couple heaters, you know, enjoyed some Maker's Mark. We uh, we went kayaking one day. It rained for probably 70% of the kayaking trip. It it was the worst day of the weekend, and it was like a beautiful weekend too. So this was just like pure shit luck. Um, But otherwise, we had a great time. We did – one thing that I do want to, you know, tell everybody is – so you know hobo pies, right? Where oh, you yes. make them in like the square iron things, the oh, pizzas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. pizzas. <laughs> so we get, we brought uh, crescent rolls and cut them into squares and made like sandwiches and pizzas out of those in the hobo pie in the fire pit, dude. Incredible, amazing. So yeah, I highly recommend it if you ever go camping. Crescent rolls, hobo pies, you can put pizza sauce, cheese, pepperonis, make little deli sandwiches. If you want to go sweet tooth game, you can go uh, s'more style, a little chocolate. Yep. Nutella, marshmallow. Fantastic. Fabulous weekend. I really enjoyed Labor So was
1: this the first time you've ever had a hobo pie?
2: This was in, in a very long time, so I used okay. to go camping a lot. I don't think I've a ever had one. Really? really? I, I a swear, kid. I don't think I... Okay. I didn't know what yeah. he was talking about. But this really? was at least, I mean, it's been over 10 years since I've had one.
1: Th- that's how I was. Growing up, I had a neighbor who had the... The clamps, yeah. So we would go over there and do a hobo pie, but I don't think I've had one like you said since I was in my Dude, teenage. Dude, we
2: made years. so many of them. We probably made fifteen different ones. Really? We had, I mean, because like you kind of had to get the cooking down. Like once this thing got heated up, like they were done in like two or three minutes. Yeah. We made a couple hockey pucks. Yeah. There were a couple <laughs> yeah. pucks. A couple out there. crispy boys. The full full blacked. Um, it, you still try to eat it. You try to put a smile on your face. It just wasn't it's like happening. salami so chips. So you just fucking toss it in yeah. the woods. You go back to the. You know, back to the chef table, set yourself up. You understand the, uh, the timing, how much ingredients to put in. You couldn't overload it either because then it didn't really, like, cook the dough. So it was, like, fucking eating a doughy pizza, basically. Right. Um, but Can I yeah.
1: interject really quickly? There's no way this was this critical of thinking when he was on mushrooms making. Oh, dude, I was was so into the ingredients, okay? Took him him 15 to figure out the exact way to do it. (laughs) Had to make
0: 15 of them.
1: Oh, two minutes this way, that way. You were on mushrooms. You had a one track mind at that point in time. You dial in
2: your science, everything was perfectly planned out. (laughs) Timing, ingredients. Please stop. Fire. Please. Bang. That's enough on your weekend. I'm
0: glad you had a good Labor Day, if you're in Michigan. And I, I'm glad there is an outdoors guy in this group because I, uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm probably never going camping. I'll be just completely honest. <laughs> next just, year
2: we'll go. Maybe. I don't know. Fizz camping trip.
0: Uh, we'll think about <laughs> All it. All right. Yeah. You guys. can <laughs> Mike stop. loves camping. <clears throat> I, I know you guys. Yeah. I, I know producer Mike likes camping. I, I don't know. It's just not really for me. I'm kind of a. All right. Not,
2: well, we'll see what happens
0: next year. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. We'll do better. Uh, <laughs> I had a great weekend. Good times. Uh. I don't have much to report hung out with friends who cares i wanted to give a little update on the business side of champagne athletics i thought i'd let you guys in a little more since now that i'm trying to we formalize this thing and we got uh people working for us and all that stuff um so jerry who does the over-unders here as you may or may not know is the cfo now of champagne athletics shout big out number, jerry yeah big numbers nerd uh loser yeah all that stuff we love absolutely account no i absolutely need him because i can't account for anything that's you know we need him but that point aside um right towards the end of the weekend i was just kind of having a busy week wrapping up uh everything before i shut it down for labor day weekend and you know jerry gives me a call and he's just like hey can you log on to the uh can you log into chase we're trying to uh I'm trying to figure out how to pay the credit card bill. And I was like, honestly, Jerry, like if you, if my CFO can't figure out how to pay the fucking credit card bill, like, I don't know what we're doing. We're, we're going in indeed. I was like, if there's one duty you have, it's to pay that goddamn bill. <laughs> so I just wanted to shout out Jerry for that one, that his only job he had to call me about and ask me how to do it. And I mean, it wasn't, he didn't need the login. He didn't need anything. He just couldn't find it on the webpage. Not good. Mm -hmm. Jerry. 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 Rough start. Yeah. And we're talking Chase. This isn't like some, you know, (laughs) this isn't some startup
2: fucking. Lake Michigan Credit Union. Yeah, it wasn't that. Yeah, (laughs) right.
1: Exactly. So we weren't even talking that. Shout out Lake Michigan Credit Union. Yeah. And and he's like filing taxes on behalf of entities and individuals. Jerry
0: could rob the company blind. I would have no idea.
1: (laughs) I have that much faith in what
0: he's doing with the money. Like he has it all. Um yeah, I, I'm, I'm texting him pictures of bills that I'm getting here saying, is this paid or not? My credit's probably just plummeting. <laughs> the business is probably in the shitter, but uh, that's just how we're running. There that's we go. how we're running. Uh, we got a CFO who can't pay the CC bill online, but he does send a nice list of over He's always
1: on time with it. Yeah, he has yeah. never missed it. No, we're going to get there, too. Yeah. Baby steps.
0: Yeah, baby steps. He'll pay that bill. All right, let's get in to our NFL preview that's what this episode is. It's NFL from here on out, all the way through over under. So if you were just here for the weekend catch up, it was nice talking to you guys. If you're here for the NFL stuff, we're going to jump into it right now. The way we're going to do this, we're going to talk about our Detroit Lions, uh, probably at nauseam for a little bit here. Then we're going to get into each division, give some hot takes, pick some uh, playoff winners, give some betting picks for Sunday. Then we'll hit you with that over under. And then boys, these two are, these two are going out of town uh i'll be here at headquarters watching the game tomorrow actually lou you might be here, yeah right? i think okay. i'm gonna come
2: down i'm not leaving until saturday right. 4 a.m Very so nice. i might okay. buzz in
0: all right either way we're all gonna be tuning in to the kc detroit lions game and we can't wait you got a setup here already. Uh, so yeah, as you can see, <laughs> as you can see, I don't see a TV, <laughs> freak. Yeah, LA, You know, uh, Jerry's not alone in uh, being a little late to do things. It's kind of the mantra of Champagne Athletics. I uh, wait till the very last minute. Best Buy is coming tomorrow. Woo! Tight window of uh, eleven to four. Not really that tight. Uh, and they're going to set up the TVs, get me a fridge, and uh, wire this place for sound, Love sound bar, it. and everything. So fingers crossed that something goes fucking smooth setting this place up. So there we what, go. Because
2: otherwise I got to tell. The guy's like, probably going to fumble the TV walking up the stairs, shatter it. Don't get me started. We'll be on our phones watching the game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that that will be, like, that's the case. Like, it's just like, all right. You got to do what you got to do, Does right? someone have a hotspot? Yeah. Um, Can I
2: use your Peacock account? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I'm really hoping. I don't want any of that to happen. But um, for those just listening to the audio, not watching on YouTube, and even if you are watching on YouTube, maybe you didn't notice, uh we got cups of Kool-Aid here. These are the Kool-Aid jammers or the squeeze-its. These are the I used to call them squeeze-its. The I think jam- we should cheers. I think we should cheers too. Cheers, cheers boys. To the lions, cheers. baby. We got Super the lion, lion glasses. I didn't have another lion's glass, so I have the dog mug because the lions are just dogs. <sighs> kool
2: great.
0: Honestly, that reminds me of playing uh street hockey. Reminds me of playing
2: street hockey. Going to get it back to the house, getting a little jammer down. Absolutely. See, they were squeeze when I was like, – yeah. I called them squeeze Yeah, you're right. You're right. The you're jammers
0: right. were like a competition to Capri Sun, I feel like.
1: Yes. Yeah. The clear backs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, whatever. Yeah. Technical cares. fucking Tom over the yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Detroit Lions, Kansas City Chiefs. Boys, I'll turn it to Channy Football here first. Let's just kind of start with Chiefs game in general, Lions in general – how are you feeling going into this season? Obviously, the hype train is pretty much off the rails at this point. How are you feeling? Temper and expectations, leaning right into it. How do we feel?
1: So going into this year, uh, I'm going to be straight up, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic for the first time since we had Quinn Tricia here in Detroit. I believe the Lions are expected and will win the NFC North. And host their first playoff game in nearly 30 years here. Um, They've got people who are competent, who are running the organization now from the top down. Sheila Ford Hamp, Hamp Ford, Hampton Ford, whatever her name is. Sheila. The best one. She is the best one. By far the best Ford (laughs) that we've had running the Lions. You've got Brad Holmes, maybe not just the best GM that the Lions have. I think he could be the best GM that we've seen in Detroit here in about ten years. I know you like Iserman; his results aren't there (laughs) just yet. Um, So I think Brad Holmes, best GM we've seen in ten plus years since Dave Dombrowski's run. I was going to say, when did Dombro leave? Yep, probably ten years. About ten years ago. Now, so long ago. um, I'm going to say that, and I'm also just going to say we're talented. It's not just we have the right people in place like we kind of did last year and then the talent was lacking. We've had two great drafts in a row now, basically two and a half great drafts in a row with having the Panay Sewell pick and a couple other good ones here a couple years back now. And also, we're deep. We're not just, hey, you've got a skilled position player here or there. Our secondary went from being possibly the worst secondary in the league last year to possibly being a top 10 secondary this year, and we're continuing to add depth and develop young guys. My outlook for the Lions season this year, all in all, cautious optimism. We're still the Lions, but we're turning a new page. We're always going to be the Lions, but we're not the same old Lions this year. We're the Detroit Lions who are favored to win the NFC North. I love it, Jerry. I
0: absolutely love it. Yeah. saying the lions this year actually has some bite to it correct you know it, it's not just when you go on the fucking Lions your
2: app you look at the lines and you see the detroit lions as the favorite to win the nfc north you're just like what the fuck is going on yeah we're here boys and i agree chandler like it's the most exciting time we got rid of the Mariucci's. jim schwartz wasn't terrible caldwell was hey he was right there he wanted to get it done but now we, we got fucking two steps back with Quinn Trisha, and now we got Dan Campbell, who had a lot of question marks coming into uh, Detroit, you know? And he fucking way came over the top for us. Brad Holmes, I love with all my heart. Hope to die. I'm just so excited to be part of this organization. I feel like I'm on the fucking team. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the team, dude. I've, it's been so long to be this hyped. I'm on the fucking team. Let's go. It's crazy to see, too... Uh speaking on on the points and the betting, how much the line has moved since the, the Kelsey news. It's it's dropped almost a point. The money line moved from plus two twenty to plus one seventy. The people are looking overnight. at the line overnight. 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 Uh it was I, I think there was almost like sixty to seventy percent of the money on the Chiefs. It's now forty seven or fifty-three percent of the bets are on the Chiefs, forty-seven percent of the Lions. Like it is even and out.
0: Yeah. Uh so I'll say. One thing, looking back on you know, let's just call it—I'll even call it like the you know the Sheila Hamp era. Mm-hmm. Uh, every person that has been brought in, almost every single body that has been brought in in this era, from Dan Campbell to Brad Holmes to all of their latest draft picks, I would say, besides uh, Hutchinson, mm-hmm. has has been either an overlooked pick, an unthought of pick or a, um, you know, like a uh, underrated pick. Mm -hmm. Um, The only pick that we have had, and I I mean this literally with free agents, I mean this with uh, signings, (laughs) like that's the same thing. Uh, I mean that with like personnel we've brought in, Mm -hmm. like every single person was like not the top name on the list. It was not the big name that you see everywhere. And that's what (laughs) The old Lions really used to do. Yep. You know, like you say, Mariucci, you say, uh, Matt Patricia, Bob Quinn, like these were all top of the list guys, and we haven't gone out and got them. There have been a lot of big names, veteran names out on the market. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was out there, yep. um, even Nadomnica Sue, like all of these names that people wanted us to bring in because it felt like they filled a, filled a slot. They did not fit this system and this culture that they have here. Um, And that's where I feel like it's completely different. It looks like they have a plan. It looks like they're getting their people and not just what will look good on paper or who fills this slot at the time. And that's why I think we're just seeing this whole culture shift, this whole mentality shift, um, even as recently as Bugs being sat down for this game. So everyone's trying to figure it out. I thought he was cut. I thought he was going to get traded. I couldn't figure it out. Then you find out, You know, he's missing voluntary workouts. He may be missing games because he's having either – or voluntary workouts because he's having, like, relationship issues or he's not working too hard. A lot of it's kind of like not confirmed reports. Mm -hmm. But Dan Campbell kind of says, you know, there's some things we need to work on. And then even Bugs replies with, got to put my head down and go to work. And that's why I think there's way more of a belief, you know, in this team all the way down to even, like, a Jared Goff. Whoever, no one wanted here. They said he was going to be here two years, and then we were going to find his replacement. Right. Um, you guys know I'm big on the golf train this year. I love yep. everything about him. I think he's absolutely the most boring on paper, even watched play quarterback. Like, he's, he's very boring. Like, he is a statue that has rushed for, like, five <laughs> yards. But the fact that he has not said a crossword, he, like – Built a charity here in Detroit, and now is just like hitting his targets. Smoking on fiance. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> that goes without saying. Yeah, that's like the cherry on top at this point. Right. Um, that's where I. That's where I am like way more bought in to Lions this year because it feels like there's an actual plan, and it feels like you know, do you want to be here?
1: Right. Do you want to be part of this? There's a foundation. There's accountability, and to your point. In the NFL, more than any other sport, you need to be able to build through the draft. You can buy players in the NBA. You can buy players in the MLB. That's not how the NFL works. With how short these career spans are for a lot of these players, you've got to be able to get them in their first contract to produce and to produce at a high level for your team. And to your point, Frank, that's what they're doing. Look at the impact players on this team and tell me how many – are in their first contract. Five, yeah. six, yeah, a lot. seven starters mm-hmm. are in their first contract, and they're impact players and probably top half starters for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So while I am super excited, and we're all up here, we're all riding high, um, I don't want to be the one to bring it down, but I, I feel like we have to cover both sides of this. So yeah, there is a part of me this little like nagging thought, and I've brought it up in the past. We are so excited for this team. We love the players we've brought in. We loved how we finished the season. How I went to fucking Lambo um, to watch a game that actually didn't matter by the time it was playing. Um, there's part of me that says the definition of SOL, the definition of same old Lions, truly is not that the Lions are a perpetually bad team. Yes, that's usually where it falls. That's where we ultimately end up. You can't Blanket, all SOL like that though. The way SOL works is it's the creativity in which they knife you and hurt you and make you feel pain. Uh, And almost not one year is like the next, whether it's 0-16 all the way down to like, you know, years where they just got, you know, stomped in the playoffs or lose games on bad calls to not make the playoffs or whatever it is. This scares me just a little bit Cause if you take a twenty thousand foot view, you just say, okay, so a team that started one in six finished, uh, what was it, eight and two? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Not a math guy. <laughs> one in Jerry, where you at? So <laughs> one in six, they fin- That's a team that got hot, finished eight and two, mm-hmm. and missed the playoffs. That's what we're. That's what we're super excited about, right? Right. And now we're hyped up. We're the first game versus the Super Bowl champs schedule. I wouldn't call it the hardest thing, but it's also not a cakewalk. We could easily Oh, dude. Turn this 8 this season to 8 and 9 and then we are just wallowing in our Kool-Aid tears. I, I mean, and, and part
2: of me is like this would be the most creative way to kill us because I, we've never experienced this. Ever. And not and not even looking past, you know, Kansas City, let's not forget. The Chiefs were 7 and 1 at home last year. They're 8 and 0 oh in season openers. They had the number one ranked red zone offense. The Lions were ranked 27th. Mind you, they added Gardner-Johnson, Tracy Walker's back. We got Brian Dawkins' branch in the lineup. We got Mosley. So we've added some help there. Um, They're number one in passing. We were 30th in uh, defensive of guarding the passing game. I mean, let's not overlook the Chiefs here, regardless of Kelsey and Chris Jones being out. They still have Mahomes. They're playing at home.
0: I would love to see, to know Mahomes' record uh, in primetime, too. It's
1: probably, it's probably unbelievable. Like, <laughs> unbelievable. I, can't, I can't think of a, a loss. No, I can't either, to be honest with you, outside of the Super Bowl. Yeah. That he lost the one year. Yeah. He lost to Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship game the other year. Right. Other than that, yeah. He's been in the AFC Championship game every year. Yeah. And then he just came back the next year Since though, he's and just won. he just been a starter. Yeah, came back the next year and just won. It's both crazy. The games. Yeah. It's crazy, but. Since we're journalists here and we have to have integrity and you know see both sides, I agree to your point Frank. We had 10 good games last year. We didn't have a good season last year. We had a good 10 game stretch. That doesn't cut it in this league. We can't get out of the gates and stumble out and be 3 and 5 or 4 and 4 mm-hmm. or 2 and 6. That's not going to cut it this year. With, you know, prominence comes pressure. With expectations comes pressure. And that's something that we've yet to see with this version of the Lions team is how they handle pressure. Because truth be told, the game last year, albeit a great win at Green Bay, there was no pressure nothing on to them play for at that point in time. They had nothing to lose at that point in time. So my thing is, is pressure burst pipes or builds diamonds? What are the Lions going to be this year? I think... They're up for the challenge. Yep. They have the foundation to be up for the challenge. But to be objective, it was a good 10-game run. It was not a great season last year.
0: No, absolutely not. And the numbers, you're reading off our numbers and things like that, none of them I can even look at because there was two different teams last season. Right. Like, there was really shitty, and then there was really good. Yep. So, like, I don't even know where anything lands. Um, and we've added a lot. We've added a ton I would offensively say the depth,
2: and defense. Yeah,
0: the depth makes me very excited because we've, ne- we've, we've had good players and then they get injured and then, like, we, God knows
2: who the hell I mean, and, and last year, before adding Gibbs, LaPorta, Montgomery, Lions were ranked fourth in red zone efficiency. Mm-hmm. So put those guys in the puzzle. You got
1: a Mona Lisa now, my friend. A go. Mona Lisa. Sure. Um, <laughs> how, how much more comfortable would you be if we had Jamison Williams going into this season for a full season? Uh, I see, I think this is where
0: it's, it's like different. I, I think it would be fucking awesome to mm-hmm. have him. I think it would be absolutely spectacular. And if he was healthy and we're getting good reports out of camp and he's burning folks and he's doing the Jameson Williams thing. Um, it would be awesome. I mean, that's why we got him 15th overall traded up to get him, uh, biggest splash of Holmes's career tenure yeah. with the lions. I would feel fucking great. But the difference is I feel just fine without him. Got I on. really do. Uh, I really believe this mentality of this team is next man up, and we can build it the other way. If it was truly, truly an issue, Holmes would have went out and got someone. And you can sit here and say, like, oh, well, he tried to get Mims, and he tried to get uh, – or what was his name? Yeah, from the yeah, Jets. Mims, yeah, yeah. Right. he tried to get Mims. Mims. They tried to do other things. They clearly didn't think it was too much of a problem to live without him. And so I'm not. Go I'm ahead. to the I'm to the point where, like, I trust him so much. If they're not worried, I'm not worried.
2: Right. That's, that's what it is. I right. agree with you, Frank. Like, it doesn't move the meter for me that much. Like, mind you, like, would I be happy if he was in the lineup? Absolutely. I mean, but week
0: seven, we're going to be hanging from the ceiling and shit. We like, only saw don't get me a wrong. couple <laughs>
2: flashes from him last year. It's not like he was out there as a fucking workhorse. Mm-hmm, you but. know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, of course we want him in the lineup, but I'm still fucking all systems go in or out without him.
0: And people... People, like, really dog this wide receiver core, and I just – obviously, Amon Ross St. Brown fucking rocks. Um, I really think people undervalue, and I get laughed at, Josh Josh Reynolds and uh, Khalif Raymond. I think they're better than they get credit for, and I think they'll catch more balls than you think. I think Khalif Raymond is going to – I don't think he's going to be fucking – wide receiver two or anything, but I think he's going to be involved a lot more and play kind of that uh, poor man's Jamison to stretch the field. I I've really been do. seeing
2: a ton of stuff on Twitter just absolutely jerking Raymond off. He was like, the first guy signed. He was the first yeah. guy signed by
0: Holmes before
2: training camp started. And I think that's why they didn't really go out and, like, yeah, stretch for fat. a wide receiver, you yeah. know? They yeah. saw they thought they had enough to until Jamison came back, and let's run. Yeah,
0: and let's not forget, like – I think Gibbs is a wide receiver. Like He's I absolutely agree. in the wide receiver room.
1: That's a great point. I'm trying to drink enough Kool-Aid to get on this Khalif, Khalif Raymond. Raymond. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, He's going to be hot. I'm really hyped for the team, but come on, guys. Let's Was that calm, it? Was that come, too calm far? Calm down here. We're journalists. That's where you're we're journalists. All right. we're journalists. So
0: we could do this all day. What we're going to do now is we're going to talk about predictions for the Chiefs game, um, and then we're going to give our Lions record. You kind of already said it at the beginning, but then we're going to kind of bleed that into the NFC North move our way through the NFC, the AFC playoffs, and then, um, you know, we'll just do our thing. Let's ride. All right, cool. It. All right, ice-cold brew, Loo, Kansas City, Detroit Lions at Kansas City Chiefs, 8-21 kickoff in Arrowhead
2: tomorrow, prime time to open the NFL season. What is your prediction? Obviously, I'm taking the Lions' money line. I'm taking them up and down all around. I also tossed in a couple SGPs. Uh, St. Brown, anytime touchdown, plus 115. Cash that. I tossed in Detroit defense touchdown, you plus 600. Oh, who's dropping that ball? Hey, fumble recovery house, pick Mahomes There <laughs> Here we go. All right, stop. You know how it goes. <laughs> I don't um, know how that goes. Game prediction, though, uh, score-wise, I'm going to go 34-27 your Detroit Lions. Incredible. So our, besides your acting out how the
0: Lions defense would score, uh, I'm pretty much on the exact same page as you. I've already locked in an Amon Ross St. Brown touchdown. I've already locked in a Jameer Gibbs touchdown. Those are my dogs this year. Those are my two guys. Want to throw this out there for everyone. On FanDuel this morning, Amon Ross St. Brown first touchdown is plus a thousand which is just very tempting. Juice. Very tempting. Score-wise, I am uh, in the same boat as you. Uh, I can't sit here. And I really thought about this. I really thought about, do you really believe they're going to win the game? And I just do. I just fucking do believe they're going to go in there and they're going to win this game. Um, I just do. I really do. Uh, So I have Detroit Lions winning 34-24. We're kneeling to end this one. The Lions win in Arrowhead, shock the world, win game one.
2: Love
1: it. Bring us back down to earth, Channy. All right. Let's have a voice of reason here. <clears throat> I said it. We'll, we'll get into it later. I believe in this team. I believe in this organization. Much different tone than our preseason show last year. Um, I believe in what they're doing, and I believe they're going to play tough tomorrow. I think it's going to be a game. I'd take the Lions in the points, to be honest with you. Um, With that, KC, 5-0 in openers with Mahomes and Reed. KC, defending champs, getting their rings tomorrow. KC, been there, done that. KC, best coach in the league, Andy Reed. We are where the Lions are where KC, the Lions want to be where KC is. And we're not there just yet. Can we get there this year? I believe we can. Week one, on the road, little tough. Lions keep it close. They get edged out. I'm going to go Kansas City 27, Lions 24.
0: There it is. There you have it. Uh, The one note I will add to this, because I did want some semblance of reality, uh, and I hated doing this, but I believe by week three, no matter what, the Lions will be, uh, by the time we're entering week three, they'll be one and one. So okay. I have them winning versus Kansas City, but losing to Seattle? Losing to Seattle. Let wow. down. Because if you do, because if you win that first game, like I just Juice feel let flow. down. I just feel let down. And if you lose that game, I think we absolutely pulverize Seattle. Yeah. Ebbs and flows. That's just, that's just what I got. I think we start this season one and one. Last note before we move uh, throughout the NFC North, I want to say this to the Lions fans. There is a possibility, there is a world, a very real world, where we start the season 0-2. It, it can very well happen. We play the fucking Chiefs, which is, would be awesome if we won. I think we should beat Seattle at home. I really do. They mopped the floor. There was a track meet last year. was it, 45-43 or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. that was? Yep. Seahawks are sneaky. Uh, Pete Carroll is sneaky. The Seahawks are always sneaky. And we have a tough time playing them, whether it's there, whether it's here. Whenever those uniforms are around the Lions, we fucking struggle. I want Lions Nation to know there's a real world where we start 0-2, and I want everyone to fucking not panic when that happens. You're going to see every ESPN – if this happens, you're going to see every ESPN stat like no team in the merger era has ever made the playoffs since the Cleveland Peets back in 1815, starting 0-2, but – just stay calm. Cause right after those two games, we go Falcons, Packers, <laughs> Panthers, Bucks. All right. And it's gonna be an onslaught. So, Absolute steamrolling. Steamroll. So one don't panic if we go two and two.
2: Frank is I, I just wanted to point this out for all the listeners out there. There is an alt line out there that I absolutely <laughs> fucking love. And it's not Lions based. It's Patrick Mahomes over twenty five yards rushing. It's plus 155. 25 yards rushing or more. I think that is an absolute free lunch. Go to the Brinks truck at your local bank, rob it, put it on that, and say good night.
0: I'm actually right with you because I was at that fucking Eagles game last year, and Jalen Hurts, they couldn't contain for shit. Granted, way different defense, but Mahomes is the sneakiest goddamn runner there is.
1: I'm glad we're hoping people get hurt. We're robbing Brinks trucks here on the fizz. Great. Great promotion there. If we're gonna go this with from this side of the table, yeah, 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 you're, you're right, you're right. If we're gonna yeah, I'll go ball with, it. if we're gonna go Hobo with pie. prop. If we're gonna go with a prop, I know you guys said your anytime touchdowns. I think huge day for Montgomery. I think the coaching staff wants to assimilate him. I think they want to deflate the ball. No Chris Jones. Keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. So with that, I'm going to say take the over on David Montgomery rushing yards. Take David Montgomery anytime touchdown at plus 120. I think it's a huge day for David Montgomery in his first game as a Detroit Lion. Just not enough.
0: I love it. All right, boys. Well, I, I seriously can't wait. I mean, when that music starts tomorrow and we're seeing. We're seeing our team on Thursday night to open the season. It's not going to feel I'm real.
2: fucking peacock. <laughs> yes, it's
0: going to be. It's gonna, yeah, I got to make sure I got the channels and shit. Oh, God, this party's insane. <laughs> no TV, no peacock. <laughs> at least we got Kool-Aid, baby. Yeah, at least we got that. Um, tons of it, too. Could jump into the divisions here? Yeah, let's do it. So, NFC North. Um, I think I've heard, Channy, you whisper a couple things about the North, saying it's going to be better than people anticipate. I'd love to hear more on that because – um, this year, a lot of my predictions, I'm trying to go against the grain. I really am. Uh, I'm trying to pick against what everyone else likes. But this one, I just can't. I can't see it with our division. Yeah. So talk to me.
1: Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> in the long and short, I do think the NFC North is underrated. I do believe the NFC North will have two playoff teams mm. out of it this year. Um, one of them being the Green Bay Packers. I think the Green Bay Packers are better than expected. They have a long track record regardless of who the quarterback is, of being a successful franchise. And I just don't see them rolling over. I think that team has a lot of talent, and I think that Rodgers was checked out near the second half of last year, which caused them not to make the playoffs. With that being said, not going to go against it. I believe in this team this year. I believe the NFC North runs through Ford field, runs through detroit michigan and i believe for the first time in 31 years the detroit lions are going to host a home playoff game and win the nfc north
0: oh. uh producer mike we got to get the i'm gonna call i'm gonna Donald Trump. we just gotta get that teed up so just imagine that that was said there everyone because that's that's what i wanted after chandler's thing we'll get better we're getting better each week frank is it on me yeah, I'm sure. I yeah, mean, buddy. I'm, I'm to buddy, it I can't, It's not a polite show. Go ahead.
2: Detroit <laughs> Lions.
0: <laughs> you're gonna That's g- what I got. You're going to give Gridiron a, a run for his money. You could do that job. You could do I that would job. I love that. Um, well, here. I, well, out of both of you, I wanted the full division ranking. So you had okay. Lions, Packers, Vikings, Bears. Okay.
2: I'm going to go Lions, Vikings, Bears. Packers. That is that is where I am at
0: Lou. I have uh Lions 11 and 6 winning the north. I have Vikings 9 and 8 missing the playoffs. Bears 7 and 10. Packers 6 and 11. Okay. okay. That's what I have. Uh let's move on to the NFC East. We're going to work through the NFC. How do we feel about that? Fine with it. All right, cool. I'll lead off here. Um Eagles are top dog. I think they rock. I am all in on Jalen Hurts after not believing in him whatsoever. A.J. Brown is my second favorite receiver in the NFL. Love downtown A.J. Brown. If I was a Titans fan, I would never forgive them (laughs) for trading him away to the Eagles. He is everything and more. He's an absolute freight train of a receiver. He rocks. I love him. Um, So I think... They're the, t- the team to beat, obviously. They were, you know, what, one play away from being Super Bowl champs. Yep. So I got Eagles 12 and 5. I did something that goes against what I like to do. You're going to love this. Uh, the Giants. Wow. I don't
2: like them really, but. You hate the boys more? I,
0: I do hate <laughs> the boys. And it's not so much the boys or their, who they are, uh, Dable is doing something right there in New York. They seem to, he seems to like Daniel Jones and they just re-signed him. Um, I just think he's a good coach. So I have them at 10 and seven. I really think Cowboys, I have Cowboys uh, nine and eight. And I really think it's just, I think we're getting towards the end of the DAC run here. I really don't believe in that guy. I just don't think he's, I really think he's just another Tony Romo. I think he's, Likable. I think he's great for the NFL. I think he's great to be in Dallas. Uh, I think he's very, very good. I just don't think he's a get-you-to-the-next-level guy. So I think this is the year they realize that, and I have the Cowboys at 9-8. and eight. And then the Commanders, I just can't get. I think they're a good team, but I can't get with Howell. I can't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. I don't care how he looked in preseason. I don't give a shit. I can't get on it.
2: Nope. And uh... – I agree with you on the commanders. I mean, I I just think they're not, they're not there yet. They're not, you know, they're just not. And and it's, they're
0: signing petitions to become the Redskins. That's fucking crazy, man.
2: I mean, it's, it's impossible for me not to pick the Eagles to win this division too. So I think that's, that's a pretty easy one. I like Eagles. I almost like it in the order that it's laid out. I like Eagles. I like the Cowboys, Giants, Commanders.
1: Very well said, Lou. I got the exact same order. Eagles taking it. I mean, arguably better than last year. More talent last year. They may have gotten the most talented player in the draft this year by getting Jalen Carter when they got him. And he was like goblin dicks in preseason. Right. So, I mean, they had Jordan Davis, who didn't (laughs) play too much last year. Eagles are a powerhouse right now. They've got I hate to say this. They've got Swift on a contract year. They got twenty guys year. back there. Yes. So uh Eagles are gonna take that division down. I've got the Cowboys making the playoffs, other two under five hundred.
0: Um best receiving core in the NFL?
1: Maybe number two, top three. Eagles? Yeah. Gotta be in They're the top three. Obviously yeah. you gotta think of Waddle and, and Hill, but uh Baines, man. T Higgins and Jamar Chase.
0: Yeah, yep. Totally overlooked them. Yep. Yep. Shouldn't have done that. So I'd say they're number three. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. All right. NFC South. Um, I have this oh. as the worst division in football. Terrible. Um, I have my notes here are quarterback, wasteland, worst division. Baker um, half unit. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Buddy. Buddy. He is,
2: yeah. So Look out for D-car, though. S-
0: no, we're not looking out for D Carr, but he is the the less the lesser of the, the the evils there. He is the he's the most experienced guy there. And and truly I don't I don't understand why the Niners didn't like go get Derek Carr. I don't think Derek Carr is good. I'm not a believer in Derek Carr, but Sam Fran's so good and for them to roll out Brock Purdy to me like blows my mind. He played um, so well in the playoffs, it's tough to not, right? Purdy? Yeah. Yeah, I just like, I don't know. He reminds me of like Zappy, who right. like had yeah. like a flash in the pan and now yeah. he's cut. Very possible. Anyways, I didn't mean to go go there yet. But so I have the Saints uh winning this division at uh at a skim nine and eight. Uh Falcons, eight and nine with Ritter there. Uh the Panthers at six and eleven from with Bryce Young, and then the Bucks are uh I think maybe the worst team in the NFL, 4-13. and 13. Oh, no, they're the second, second-to-worst team. I think Cardies are Cardies the worst. Cardies are the worst, yeah. yes. And then I have, yeah, Baker Baker at 4-13. and 13. Wow, yeah.
1: really? Okay. Well, you're going to be surprised then. I've got the Buccaneers taking down the NFC South. Get out of here. Wow. Um, I, I still think they have a lot of pieces. Um, I, I think their offense is explosive. I like Rashad White this year. I think he's great out of the backfield. I think Godwin is perfect for how Baker plays his game, where he kind of dinks and dunks, does that West Coast offense. Um, And I know he did last year. He proved it for half a year, but Baker played pretty well in L.A. when he played there. Awful in Carolina last year. Pretty good in L.A. I just think this division sucks. I don't think there's a wrong answer for your prediction I'm just going with the team that's been there most recently and has a lot of pieces still. So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers winning the division. Second, I'm going with the Falcons. I think the Falcons are going to be much improved. I think you then go Saints third in that division, wow. and I will take the Panthers last in that division.
2: Wow, okay. I'm January's shocked. a little mix up Yeah, there. I'm shocked. I'm I uh, a, I'm floored. Yeah. Not, we'll see. I got the Saints.
0: Right. I got the Saints no doubt winning that division. Yeah, right. I am
2: I'm, I'm with you for revival. The, I have the Saints winning that. It, they have a top 5 defense. It's tough to play at the Superdome. The rest of the division stinks. Um so I got I got Saints going one and then I got the Falcons coming in at number 2. Then I have the Bucks oh. and then I have the Pandaddies pulling up the rear and the Caboose.
0: <laughs> I um I also just think Bulls is like not a good head coach.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, and, I don't think Dennis like, Allen is for the Saints either. I don't. The who, Panthers who are a, so banged up, too. Who's the Panthers coach?
0: Who's the Panthers coach? No idea. I who's the no. Carolina Panthers head coach?
1: I have no idea who the Panthers coach is. I know that. Holy shit. That you Art stumped Art Smith me. is the coach for the Falcons. Frank Reich. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forgot he just uh, did that. I'm
0: yeah, not he was, I was good know. in Indy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Indy. Yikes. All right, moving over to the NFC West. Usually a pretty tough division. Everyone thought this was going to be the toughest thing in the world last year, I believe, two years ago, last year.
1: Um, I've let off each time. Why don't you go, Channy? All right. Uh, I got the Cardinals winning the division. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, that, <laughs> um, no, they, I, they are ass. <laughs> yeah. I think this division is uh, Jekyll and Hyde. I think it's two of the three best teams in the NFC going into the season in this division, and then two out of the three worst teams in the NFC in this division. Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are loaded up. I think Smith and Jigba is going to be a great addition there. I think he's going to be a great player. It's just a little too crowded in that wide receiver room this year, so he's not going to put up the stats that he should this year. Kenny Dubb, Spartan dog. I think he's going to have another great year, a good sophomore season. And Pete Carroll, I just feel like he's always winning. He's winning wherever he goes. Yep. That Him, that team, always has that kind of attitude and that mindset that they are going to win. Um, I'm going to take Seattle to win the NFC West in a very tight race over the Niners. Um, you're going to have the Rams probably 5-12, and 6-11, and then you're going to have the Cardinals at two or three wins, and I'm predicting them to have the number one pick going into next year. And two, right? One and two. Yes. Well, depending on where the Texans lay. Okay.
2: Nice. Yeah, no, Chandler, I agree. I think I think it's obviously very top heavy with Seattle and San Francisco. I do think that San Francisco is going to edge them out by a little bit at the end of the season. They have a better defense. They do a great job managing the clock and keeping the ball on the ground. With that being said, I do like the Niners to take that one down. Seahawks right behind them. I've been a Seahawks guy since we were in college. Always a big Pete Carroll fan. Marshawn Lynch, I have three jerseys. Russell, when he was there, I love the Seahawks. They're my favorite team outside of the Lions, obviously. I'm going to have them at Jesus. number two. Sucking on the mic. And then <laughs> give me uh, two shit boxes in L.A. and the Cardinals. Who gives a fuck where they finish? Those teams suck. Frank.
0: I like it. Uh, so, yeah, Niners, Seahawks was – I flipped back and forth. Snip, snap, snip, snap. I couldn't figure out – which one I wanted to win the division. And I ultimately landed on the Niners because of two things. One, I think we get a Debo revival this year. I think they're going to use him a lot more, a lot better. He had some fucking quote.
1: Love I'm, Debo. I'm a big
0: field guy. He had some quote, like I'm coming for fucking blood this year or something like, it's not going to be like last year. I don't know. Whatever it was. I loved it. Uh, Debo's back this year. And number two, kind of had this thought about the Seahawks, right? Like, we're just saying, you know, it's kind of like the thought I had with the Lions. Like, they had a good half a season. Like, are they – they're just elite now because they had good, a good half a season. Is Gino a starting – like, he had, like, a crazy, awesome NFL story. He's back. He's the guy. We were laughing at the Seahawks. They lose Russell. They get Gino. Can he do that again? Is he just back? Or does a year of film be like, all right, we, we can figure out Gino. So, that was my thought. I do have the Niners just edging the Seahawks, so I got Niners one, Seahawks two. I think the Rams are going to suck, but I think they're going to be a little better than last year. I don't think they're going to be completely laughable. Um, But then you hear the Cooper Cup news and, you know, um, and then I got the Cardi's couple wins dead last. Uh, And one thing to just look at the Rams, like, I'm trying to think of the last team that went from first to worse, like, instantly instantly as fast as the Rams have. Um, and they went all in. And like this is weird to say like if they didn't win that Super Bowl, obviously that's the mecca of sports. That's the number one thing you do. If they if they don't win that, like everything they did was a complete failure. Absolutely. They, it was the most all but they in, hit it. They hit it. They hit it. I mean if if they just cover Cooper Cup, the Bucks cover Cooper Cup on that fucking bomb play at the end. Yeah. Or uh, or San Fran catches that that Yeah. Yeah. San Fran
2: dropped that one right in his gut. Stafford, man. You know what's funny is... uh, I, I don't know if you remember this, Frank, but you were talking about Debo's quote, so... Last year in fantasy, I believe you had Najee Harris. Oh, yeah. He had a quote where he said he didn't want to wear a tinted visor because he wanted to see every motherfucker when he ran him over. He wanted, to, it, he
0: wanted to look every motherfucker in the eyes. When he
2: ran him over, and yeah. he just hit a shit fantasy season, didn't
0: he? And I drafted him, like, absolutely as high as I could. <laughs> yes. Like, as soon as he got to me, it was like a relief. I could yes. have got him in the next round. That's exa- I no, thought that I read immediately that. when you yes. said that. <laughs> So I saw the Debo quote, and I was like, that's that's it. Quote guy. I love quotes, man. Uh, I love big quotes. Oh, yeah. Self-toting quotes. Of course. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's our NFC. little that's AFC our, action. Yeah, though. let's get to the AFC, which is, in my mind, obviously, the very superior conference. Yeah. Um, I don't think you guys would argue that. So, AFC East, I have it as the best division in football. Um, so, I did – you asked me before the show, did I have any wild takes? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where I think it's. I think this is a little wild. I think this, this is a little weird. I don't think either of you have this, but maybe you do. I have the Miami Dolphins winning this division this wild. year. That's wild. Okay, that's pretty wild.
2: I didn't Wet and wild.
0: I figured everyone's gonna be picking Buffalo, and I was like, you know what? I want to go against the grain here. I feel like Buffalo's window is shrinking. I really do. I feel like they didn't look as dominant last year. I felt like they looked vulnerable. I felt like Josh Allen tried to win every game by himself on every single play. And I just think Diggs is going to yell at him this year, and it might come unraveled a little bit. Uh, That being said, I don't know why I like Miami. I just figured they got two of the most electric receivers in the NFL, and I think they're going to be better this year. I think Tua stays healthy. I got the Miami Dolphins winning this division uh, with Buffalo coming in second, making the playoffs everyone's hottest fucking team this year that everyone's so excited about the jets i have said it since the day they got aaron Rodgers. i have them at eight and nine eight and nine for the jets eight and nine keep that sound bite the jets are going fucking eight and nine and then i have the pats bringing up the rear they have nothing exciting going on there um i mean who's there juju yeah. And no backup. He's about to explode. Yeah. Yeah, why did that report Schefter? come out? Yeah.
2: Why, why is that He's a report? He's one step away from his knee exploding. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, where did he
0: get
1: that report? <laughs> How can he confirm that? I don't know. Can't. So, so I am going against the grain as well. Um, and my bold prediction comes out of this division as well. Um, so I'm going to start with who's going to win the division. J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. They were eight and nine your prediction last year with Mike White and Zach Wilson mm-hmm. they're one year better they've got Aaron Rodgers obviously they brought in support for the receiving corps have Alan Lazard have Randall Cobb Randall Cobb is 43 years old you're not bringing Randall Cobb in for production you're bringing Randall Cobb in for familiarity okay. and i think that's a huge play is that why we got Marv? for the jets I think that is a part of the reason why Fine. we got Marv. You get the It's a locker room type guy, and with such a young team, their best guys, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, they need a voice in there. Lazard. And obviously, Rodgers <laughs> is part of that, but Lazard isn't in the equation. So either way, Jets are there. taking the division. I'm going to go with your Dolphins in second, wow. and I'm going to go with my bold prediction – The Buffalo Bills missed the playoffs this year. I agree a lot with Frank. I agree that Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, it's just kind of a lot of friction there. I feel like they had that three-year window these past three years. Never got over the hump. It felt like last year with all the DeMar Hamlin stuff. They had the momentum building. It was theirs for the taking. They had Burrow in in the Bengals in Buffalo, and they couldn't beat them. I think that it's closing. I think Sean McDermott, some of his flaws have been covered up by such talented teams. I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills will miss the playoffs
0: this year. Unbelievable. Yeah, I just feel like they never came back from the 13 second comeback from Mahomes. Yep.
2: Lay off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Buffalo Bills still winning this division. Someone they still have Josh Allen, they still have Stephon Diggs. They still have Gabe Davis, big playmaker. Wow, Good old Gabe line. Davis. James Cook coming in hot. I think that their offense is going to score a lot of points. I still like the Bills to win this division. However, Frankie Hands, I do like the Dolphins coming in at number two here. I think the Jets are going to struggle on the offensive line, protecting Aaron Rodgers, Love getting my those running now. backs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking room to run. Give me the Finns at two, Jets at three. The Pats pulling up the rear. Wow, three different division winners, two
0: guys putting Buffalo in a trash can. J.U. would be crying. (laughs) J.U. is crying. If you're hearing this, J.U., I know you're crying. I got your back, J.U. No, I know you're crying. Um, But he also played for the Jets for like a hot minute. J.U. would say like whoever's his guy at the time, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, Yeah, dude, I just, the Jets thing, there's too much, there's too much hype, there's too much going on there, they're too excited, but I mean, hell, look at us right now, we're wearing fucking (laughs) Lions, all of us wearing jerseys. I'm not wearing a shirt. Um, all right. There's that was probably our spiciest one. I I still have it the best division um in I the think, NFL.
2: And if you don't mind me leading off on Please, this one, Frank, absolutely. I kinda like the, I, this is maybe my favorite division in football, the AFC North. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we oh, got I mean, yeah. Bengals, regardless Ravens, of year, Browns, I love this. Steelers, division. like yeah. this is always a, a dog fight for this division. Um, it it's always good football to watch. Offensive, defensive, smacking heads, concussions, CTE. It's just football through and through. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, yep. I'm gonna go a little Ah, bit, a little bit. (laughs) Quarterback and dirt. There it is. Uh, That's the best commercial ever. Still, it really is. Um, but I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. It's this isn't too crazy, but I like the Ravens to edge the Bengals out in this one. Give me the Ravens winning the NFC or the AFC North. And then I have actually the Steelers coming in at number two. I like the curtain a lot this year. A lot of young guns, hungry Tomlin, I think is easily, if not two third best coach in the NFL, always producing Pickens, Fucking dogs, dude. They're absolute dogs. Steelers at number two. Are they a playoff team? At number I think two. they are. Okay. I have the Steelers going to the playoffs this year. Okay um Bengals coming in at number three in a tight race with the steelers and then the browns bringing up the browns in the poop wagon
1: <laughs> okay lay off of elfie real quick um so i lied i didn't have the dolphins in the playoffs because i had three teams from the afc north making the playoffs Wow! i think this is the best division in football and i think it's led by what i believe is going to be the best team in football this year the cincinnati Bengals. um Lou hit the nail on the head. I mean, this is the toughest division year in, year out. The teams don't like each other. Um, There's no faking around that. So, I'm going to say the Bengals are going to win the division and slightly edge out my surprise team this year, the Cleveland Browns. I think Cleveland gets in second place. Deshaun Watson, full offseason for the first time in, what, three years under his belt um, they've got Amari Cooper, who's great, and they've got a top three running back in the league in Nick Chubb. I'm going to go with Bengals, Browns, Ravens, all making the playoff Steelers eight, and nine missing the playoffs
0: chaos. We're at the chaos point of the show where none of us have any of the same shit. I love that.
2: Um, it makes it so much better. Well,
0: actually that's kind of a ridiculous thing to say because after following that up, uh, I'm probably... Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to completely agree with with Pizzo here. Oh, actually, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I have the Ravens winning the division. That's the one thing I'm agreeing with. Uh, I think the Ravens are going to be really strong this year. Lamar's got his contract. If he can stay healthy, let's – I mean – He's played 12 games uh, in two 24 games over the past two seasons. If he can stay healthy, the Ravens are going to be awesome. As much as I can't stand Jim Harbaugh, I really like John Harbaugh. Uh, The Ravens are a team that I like a lot this year. I think they take this division edging the Bengals because I have a lot of worries about Joe Burrow, him staying protected, his knee and everything, and I just feel like if he goes down, they're in a world of hurt. I don't know who's backing him up, but – Um, I think they're in big trouble it's
2: Trevor Simeon is it I think not sure
1: they've got their best O-line in years in Cincinnati though addition of Orlando Brown Jr. who was starting left tackle for the Super Bowl champs last year their defense is shit I mean the, the Bengals defense is not great but I feel like they're putting everything around Burrow and enough around him to keep this run going yeah I uh I think the Ravens,
0: the Lions schedule this year, you look at it, Chiefs hardest game without a doubt. I think number 2 at Ravens late in the season. That's okay. going to be a really tough game to win. Uh I got the Ravens winning this division, followed up by the Bengals like I said. I think the Steelers and just if we're noting second favorite teams, they're my second favorite team in the NFL. Love the Steelers, always have loved Pittsburgh. I just still think they're in this like 9 and 8, 8 and 9 type range where you know, oh, Tomlin's never had an under 500 season or like now he's had one, but you know, he's, he like, it's just going to kind of continue the streak. I don't see them making a push this year. And most of that is just because I don't believe in Kenny Pickett. Um, I haven't seen anything from him. It felt like just like a feel good quarterback pick, taking the guy from Pittsburgh to be the Pittsburgh quarterback. I don't see it yet. So I hope he proves me wrong because I'm always pulling for the Steelers. Um, and then the Browns, Uh, is actually the complete opposite. I'm never pulling for the Browns. I wish nothing good for them, especially after signing Deshaun Watson. Uh, I wish further nothing good for him and nothing good for his career. Uh, I hope it's just a failed experiment, and then he's just another name on that list of those ridiculous quarterback jerseys that all the Browns fans wear. Um, So I have them in dead last. Uh, I'd be shocked uh, if they don't finish last. I have no faith in that team organization or
1: Deshaun Watson ever. Could be. Like it. NFC West, I'm going to go to the West because I think we can blow through. AFC, excuse me. AFC West, I'm going to go there because we're going to blow through the AFC South, let's just be honest. AFC West, I think this division is going to be on the bounce back. I think last year it was the most hype division, and it didn't live up to the hype. With that being said, the Chiefs could only stay on top for so long. And I don't know if it's this year or not, but I'm predicting – They get knocked off this year and they do not win the division. I'm going to go with the quarterback who had one of the biggest contracts signed this offseason, not two offseasons ago. That's Justin Herbert. And I'm going to go with the Chargers. You've got maybe a year or two left of Keenan Allen on that team. You've got Quentin Johnson coming up the pipeline. Eckler's not getting any younger. They need to win in the next year or two because you're going to start to see the roster turn over. With that, I like the Chargers to knock off the Chiefs. Chiefs still make the playoffs, finish second. I think the Broncos are much improved and in the playoff hunt, but do not make it. Raiders, terrible, top three pick.
2: Wow. Channy. I hate to say this, but I I agree with you, brother. I am on the same boat as you. I actually had, as my bold prediction, I got Justin Herbert winning the MVP this year. So I got the Chargers taking down the division. I have Kansas City coming in at number two, Broncos, and then the shitty Raiders pulling up the wagon. But everything you said, I'm on board with it. I love the Chargers this year. I think they have a fucking huge year. Herbie, MVP write that down. We're going full unit this time, not a half unit. Love it. Wow. I I love it. Honestly, I love the
0: guys, your guys' energy on this one. The Chargers are my favorite team in this division, but I am going to disagree. I'm not going to show this disrespect for the Kansas City Chiefs just yet. They're not done. It's Andy Reid. It's Mahomes. They're still the big dogs in town. Last year, this division was supposed to be the toughest thing in the world, and they cakewalked through it. It was no doubt. I don't think that ends this year. I got the Chiefs winning this division by a couple of games, a couple three games, actually, uh, where I do have the switch up this year, um, and I made the mistake last year. So – Fool me once, shame on me, fool me. I fucked it up. You know what I mean. So <laughs>
2: You're a fool. I'm a fucking
0: fool. <laughs> I'm a fool for this because I have the Broncos taking a step up with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. I've always loved Russ. I really have. And it's hard for me to believe that he can have as bad of a season as he did last year and do it again with Sean Payton working with him. Now, I might be eating fucking crow by the middle of the season. Did you see what Sean Payton said about Ross yeah, recently? Quit, uh, quit like your personal t- kissing kissin babies. babies. You're not running Mister for public Unlimited. office. Mr. Yeah. Unlimited. And I feel <laughs> like – he's in the And I love plane. that. I hope, so I hope he's slapping them around and not whipping them into shape. I don't think the Broncos are as bad as they showed last year. But, hey, you know we'll find out. We'll find out who the true fool is. The Chargers, to your point, the roster turning over. You mentioned Keenan Allen. You mentioned Eckler. I think that's going to come up on them sooner than they'd like. When was the last time Keenan Allen played a full fucking season?
1: Never. He has been hurt
0: a lot. Austin Eckler is a fucking awesome, I think, undrafted story through the NFL. Correct. Um, They know who he is now. I mean, he's still a pass-catching bowling ball, and he's awesome. I think there's a lot of hype around the Chargers. For some reason, I just don't think they have that next level in them. I have them... Third in this division with around a 500 record. And then I think the Raiders are the funniest Frankenstein joke of a concoction team in the NFL. I mean, poor Devontae Adams. I mean, did he ask for that trade for real? Because he'd even be better (laughs) off still in Green Bay with Jordan Love. I mean, it's fucking awful. Uh, The only thing that I can think that will go good for the Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo takes the path of least resistance, and he kind of just does what is given to him. Yep. And when he finally – when he throws that first jump ball to Devontae Adams and he catches it, he's going to get 100 balls. And that's where I feel like Garoppolo might fit better than Carr because I feel like Carr wanted to be his own man and, like, make his own way. And I feel like uh, Garoppolo is just going to, you know, feed the guy who feeds him.
1: Yeah, here we go.
2: He's a system guy.
1: Keep it simple. Yeah.
0: Keep but, it simple. But the Raiders d- will stink either way.
1: Do we, uh, and we
0: play them on Halloween, which do. is fucking awesome.
1: I'll be what, going to that game. We play the Halloween team on Halloween. That yes. is so fun. We yeah. do. Do we even have to go in depth about the AFC South? No. Oh, I, I, I skipped right over it. No. Uh, Jags. Jags. Can I do my bold prediction? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, MVP.
2: Wow. Wow. Like it. Like it. Like it. I
0: got Jags, Titans, Texans, Colts. That's, like, that's the one weird thing is I have the Texans over the Colts. I think the Colts are going to be extremely bad. I'll go
1: Jags, Colts, Titans, Texans.
2: Jags, Titans, Colts, Texans. Uh,
0: the one note I have here is the Titans are it seems to be where, like, big-name receivers over 30 go to, go to die. And I don't want to say D-Hop's going to die, but Julio sure as hell did.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And they, yeah, and then they got a good receiver, AJ Brown, and we're just like, yuck, yeah, get him out of here. Don't know how to use him. Get out of here. All right. Well, um, that is our full wrap up here. So let's go to our let's do our AFC and NFC championships, right? Yep. We got those down. Yep. All right. So,
1: Channy, lead it off. AFC championship. I'm gonna go Cincinnati over Jacksonville. Wow electric lou wow i'm
2: similar i have the ravens over jacksonville
1: okay
0: i have a little less exciting but i have the chiefs over the ravens okay okay um nfc i'll take it here i have eagles over the lions repeat repeat Okay. Full repeat. Nothing fun for me.
1: I've got the Silverdome Super Bowl, San Francisco over Philly, which gives me Cincy versus San Francisco.
2: So that was the Super
1: Bowl when we, when it was in the Silverdome. Yeah, it was Cincy, San Francisco. Nice. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow.
2: I have the same as you, Frank. I have the Eagles edging out your Detroit Lions. It's so hard to pick against them. I know, but we'll erase the tape when we go to the Super Bowl. And then
1: who's the Super Bowl champs?
0: Uh, I have the Eagles. Eagles. I have the Eagles as well. All right. I've Over the Ravens.
1: Wow. wow.
0: All right. I like With it. With someone at a little – well, Cincy's a big one. I mean, yeah. they're, they've been chasing one forever, so mm-hmm. that's a huge one. Um, yeah, boys. So A little was, Sunday action? That was our rundown. Yeah, great call. Let's do – oh, wait. I just want to make sure we've flushed out all our bold predictions. I'd say my biggest bold prediction uh, was Miami winning the AFC East. That's, that's probably as nuts as I got. I mean – I have a lot of, like, weird things. Like, I think, I think the Cowboys, like, stink, and people like them. But, yeah, I mean, biggest thing for me is Miami winning that division. I'm trying to think of, like, oh, here, I got an, I got an MVP pick. That's what I'll do. And it's, okay. not that,
2: it's not that nuts. It's not bold. Uh, but I'm going to say Jalen Hurts MVP. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, my bold predictions were I have the Steelers making the playoffs this year,
1: and then I have Justin Herbert MVP. I've got Buffalo missing the playoffs, Trevor Lawrence MVP this year. Love it.
0: Um, Oh, I have one more thing written down. I have Jameer Gibbs, number one overall fantasy. I love that. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs, number one overall fantasy. Love that. Kamara, part two, has arrived.
1: Love. I gotta piss so bad. Yeah, yeah. All
0: right. before we get into our gambling picks, I want to tell you guys about a new beverage that has hit shelves, and it is called Wink. It is not your typical beverage, as you may think. It contains alcohol. This does not This seltzer is THC and CBD for a perfectly balanced beverage that's not only delicious, but is also refreshing. So next time you're out, if you're not looking to join the alcohol scene or you just hate hangovers, try Wink, the perfectly balanced THC CBD seltzer concoction, sold right here in Michigan. Wink. Okay, boys. Well, we just went through all the divisions, talked about our picks. We're fucking Kool-Aid it out. I mean, I've been sucking mine down. <laughs> Mine's gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty damn good. You got a little sliver left. Yeah. Sucker down. Um, yeah. Channing mm-hmm. needs to do a little work over there. She is. Um, well, cool. Let's end the show. We'll do a little, we'll do some betting picks and then we'll do over under and then we'll just fucking prepare for glory tomorrow. How it sound? That sounds Love great. It. Okay. Uh, Chuck Rogers to my left. Lead us off. Uh, with your number one lock of Sunday. All
1: right. So number one lock of Sunday, you ask. Well, I feel like we were all on this wagon. Maybe not all of us, but most of us. And we go to SoFi Stadium in the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California. Miami goes to the Chargers, flies cross-country with a gimpy quarterback and a head coach that... He just stinks, to be honest with you. (laughs) So, Chargers laying three at home against the Dolphins. I said it. I think the Chargers are going to have a great year. I think Justin Herbert's going to have a great year. And I think they get out the gates quick against a team that I don't think is too good in the Miami Dolphins. Give me the Los Angeles Chargers minus three at home against the Miami Dolphins. Wow. Love it. For me... We're going to go to the Redskins. No, the Commanders
2: boys playing the shittiest team in the NFL. I think the Cardinals have Chandler starting at quarterback this week with Kyler being out. Give me the Commanders minus seven at home. Good defense. Easy pick. Give me the Commanders. All right, well, in a
0: land of favorites, I am going to go against the grain. Uh, and while I do love this team, I said they were my second favorite team, uh, I, I do think San Fran is one of the best teams in the NFL. But, but, to me, there's something really fishy about this line because you look at it and the first thing you say is San Fran versus the Steelers, two and a half, baby. Let me pound that. Not so fast. All right? What's up with that? What is up with that line makes no sense to me whatsoever. Only thing I can think of is a West Coast team traveling to the East Coast playing at 1 p.m. Everything's weird to open the year. Nothing makes sense. So I'm taking something that doesn't make sense, something that makes me a little uncomfortable, and I'm taking the Steelers at home versus the San Francisco 49ers at plus 2.5. All right. Now, to fall into a little more of a comfortable state of mind, this one makes a lot more sense to me. This one actually feels a little too good to make sense. Like I said, I think the Colts stink. They got a rookie quarterback in their first game, bright lights at home. I feel like being at home as a rookie quarterback could sometimes add a little more pressure than even being on the road. Um, So, AR-15, first game at the very excitable Jags. Uh, not at, their home versus the Jags. The line is four and a half. I thought that line would be closer to six. So I am taking the Jags,
2: hammering the Jags at minus four and a half at the Colts. Wow, like it, like it, Frank. I'm gonna go a little divisional action here. Take me to Benzo Stadium where you have the Falcons hosting Bryce Young and the Panthers. I love the Falcons here, minus three and a half b john coming out party bryce young i think stinks they have no wide receivers Thielen hurt dj chark hurt give me the falcons minus three and a half at the benzo by stinks yes just stinks i agree no i'm asking oh you. yes I that's, think he stinks wow
0: hot take that was that's a hotter take than anything else you stinks. said thanks all, right. all right all right all right
1: hmm. all right Okay. They
0: traded up for him.
1: Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go really big brain and probably do the biggest curveball out of anybody because Fuck yeah. who did I pick to win the Super Bowl, guys?
0: I literally Bengalis, forgot. right? Yeah, the Bengals, Bengals yeah. Bengals, the <laughs>
1: Bengals. Okay, gotcha. Bengals. Easy game week one at Cleveland. Not so fast. Not so fast. What is one of Channy football's rules? Inner division home Dog, and when the Ohio teams play each other, the home team that's a dog usually covers. With that, I think the Browns are going to come out firing. They're on the banks of Erie. Burroughs, a little gimpy, hasn't had the reps that most quarterbacks have had with their receivers these past couple weeks. The line, just like you said with the Steelers 49ers game, the line just looks fishy. Bengals minus two and a half, that seems way too easy. It is too easy. Give me the Browns plus two and a half at home against the Bengals. Oh, I, I respect the logic. Uh, I hate the pick, but I
0: respect the logic. And, yeah, no, I mean, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And good on you for picking against your Super Bowl champs. Um, all right, well, there's your locks for Sunday. Uh, and those are your predictions for the season. I can't wait until after this week for us to just – throw all of that in the trash, because <laughs> everything changes from week to week. We overreact to everything, and I can't fucking wait for seven hours of commercial-free football on Sunday. So, as I've explained to you guys before, we're really going to try to do this two days a week. This week, we are going to miss Sunday, but week two, after the Lions game, we will be here recording, breaking down all the NFL games, um, and then we will have an episode for you a week from today. Uh But before we do all that, let's close with a little over-under from our champagne CFO, Jerry. So he sent this to me, LGRW, go Hornies, uh, as always, to his JV soccer team out in Kirtland, Ohio. We are always big Hornies fans. Um, So number one on the first NFL over-under of the season, I'll turn to you, Lou. Number one, Ford Trucks over or
2: underrated. Wow. Ford trucks. I am a GM guy. I'm a Silverado guy. Overrated. Love
0: it. So I know the truck world is a very, uh, these two are truck guys. I am not. I have a sedan. Uh, I'm soft hands on this guy here. So I'm not in this truck fight. I have no dog in it. Got buddies with Fords. Got buddies with GMs. Got buddies with Rams.
1: Got no beef here. I'm gonna say underrated Ford trucks. There we go, there we go. I am a proud owner of an F-150. With that, Ford trucks are the best trucks on the market. The Ford team and the Ford family owns the Lions, underrated.
0: Crazy how much, you know, you win, you go over 500 one season and we're like, the Fords own the Lions, we fucking love them. Uh, Number two, this one's on me, Sheila Ford. We're talking about her to start the show. She's underrated. She's underrated. Uh, You look at her, you're like, oh, my God, we're going to have more of the same that we had with Martha Ford. And, yeah, I judged a book by its cover. She's done everything right. She came out, said, please trust this process. We trusted it. Here we are. Got to trust her. Got to believe in her. Uh, Best Ford we've had in uh, in my
1: lifetime running the Lions. Underrated. Amen. Echo a lot of the same sentiments. She's turned this laughing stock into an actual franchise and what I like about Sheila Ford Hamp is that she just puts people in place and let them do what they do best. She's not trying to override anything, be the smartest person in the room, be the GM, make personnel decisions. She hires people to do that and she knows her job is to manage the franchise at a whole, not personnel plays, roster moves, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sheila Ford Hamp Underrated, we're a tripod boys. We got three legs, actually, four
2: with big Mike. However, underrated, Sheila, the best Ford that we've had, bar none. Echo a lot of the same stuff you guys said. Easy, underrated. Thanks for your service, Sheila. Number three, Channy,
0: Detroit Lions super fans. Uh, he actually put a picture with this one if you want to look, but I mean you know what they are. I mean, but that's the guy. He, he, I don't know if he if that's the super fan or if he means super fans. I'm gonna I'm gonna open that. I'm gonna open that yep. up. Super yep. fans. So,
1: super fans. Um, I'm just gonna come out and say this. Overrated. It's great to be fans. We love the Detroit Lions, but if you start painting your face, your head, your garage door, a bus to come down here. It's just a little too much for me at this point. I love sports. Sports isn't life for me. It really isn't. So with that, don't treat it as such. You could be a fan. You could be a great fan. But these super fans, too much for me. Keep the skeleton at home. Keep the engine off your head. Stop painting your garage door in Macomb Township and airing yourself on NFL Network. Overrated. Lou? Yeah, I'm going to have to go
2: with overrated as well. Mind you, before this year, I, we don't even know yet, but this team has sucked ass. How can you do all of that year in and year out consecutively? It's overrated.
0: Boys, I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to absolutely have to disagree with both of you on that very stoutly. Uh, the super fans, this, we need them. The sport needs it. I'm not saying that doesn't mean you have to be that or your family has to be that or anyone close to you and you don't have to hang out with these people, but I absolutely love seeing these super fans front row, losing their mind, gathering the content, hanging with them at tailgates. The NFL, every sport, every fandom needs these nut jobs who take it just a little too far so that everyone else can fall in line. You need these nuts. You need these wackos. You need them for One Pride Nation. I'm looking at this picture of this fucking guy. <laughs> you need these people in the game. Underrated. I'm with you, you nut jobs. I'm absolutely with you. You're crazy and I fucking love it. Underrated. Number four, lions at the zoo. Lions
2: at the zoo. Overrated. They don't fucking do anything. Half the times they're asleep underneath a tree or in the cave. They're just laying around. There's no action being had. Throw like a, a small animal in there and let them run around and let's watch it rip it up. That's what we want to see, okay? Overrated. Are we
1: going to get like rated after the content of today? <laughs> yeah, we're going like to get a lot of high ratings. You. People yeah. are going to love this fucking show. Uh, I agree with you.
0: Yep. Throw throw some small shit in there. Let them run around. But I'm, I'm not, for that reason, lions at the zoo aren't overrated. They're overrated because get them out of the zoos. Let them go run wild. Let them Bet let Tim them live Brother, let him live.
1: Amen. Get him out of the zoos. We don't need him there. Overrated. Lions at the zoos. Didn't know we had a gladiator and a PETA activist on the show today, (laughs) but nonetheless, I'm going to say that lions at the zoo are underrated. Mm. They are the kings of the jungle. They are the most superior animal in in a lot of the the land across the world. When you think of of royal Oak, oak, you think of lions. I want to see one in person. I'm not flying to Africa to go in, into one of those safari exhibits. Yeah. And go see a lion. It? Yes, I do want to see a lion in Royal Oak. Mm. I am curious Doesn't about seem- what gorillas look like in person or if chimpanzees throw their shit against the window. Mm. I want to see that. So keep them caged up. Keep them in Royal Oak. Guess what? Everyone loves to see them and learn from them. Lions at the mm-hmm. zoo, underrated. Mm. All right. All right. Got it. Good to know.
0: Not a big sports guy.
1: Channy.
2: <laughs> Doesn't like wildlife. We get
0: it. Yeah, no.
1: Not not, no. not a big sports guy. Not devoting my life uh, to well. a, a team that's done nothing for me. I heard not a big sports guy. Number five and final to close this
0: thing out, uh, the Silverdome. Are we on me? We are. Thank you. I knew it would happen. Silverdome. Uh, Silverdome's overrated. Uh, it was in Pontiac. It was... Crazy big with not a lot of ventilation. The turf was cement painted green. Uh, probably a big reason Barry left uh, way too early in his career. Um, it was even torn down terribly. A lot of bad football played there. Uh, really just the list goes on and on. I have no love or anything for the Silver Dome, And I really don't like uh, suburban stadiums
1: when you say you're in the city. So I'm going to say overrated. So those are all the reasons why I love the Silverdome and think it's underrated. Suburban Stadium right in our backyard. Hulk Hogan body slamming Andre the Giant at WrestleMania. Where did that take place? The Silverdome. Joe Montana winning a Super Bowl. Where did that take place? The Silverdome. The Lions one playoff victory since 1957. (laughs) Where did that take place? The Silverdome roller derby on the concourse where does that take place the silver dome rest in peace to the silver dome i wish you were still here not to mention it kicked off the bad boys back-to-back championships in the silver dome underrated
0: beautiful
2: beautifully put
1: I'm with you, Channy. Underrated. My first
2: Lions experience as a little boy being in the Silverdome, going there on Thanksgiving, skipping the fucking family dinner bullshit, right to the action.
1: (laughs) Underrated. (laughs) And I will say, you know what was underrated about the Silverdome? When the Lions didn't have the cheerleaders, they had the high schoolers throwing the batons at the Silverdome. All right, no, we want the cheerleaders. (laughs) All right, yeah, calm down. All right, fucking, you were doing great until
0: you got to the baton throwers. Fair enough, boys. Good points. Great points. I hear you loud and clear. Uh, Another successful podcast at episode 114. We wish every Lions fan and any listener out there alike a wonderful rest of their week. Go Lions. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. Go shop the store. Every like, every share, everything that you guys do every time you talk about this. The larger we grow, the better we get and we want to just keep this train rolling and we need every single one of you on it so thank you for your support thank you for listening and we will see you next week
1: go lion <laughs> see you <ya. laughs>